about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the latest episode of the AEW Dynamite Review Show. And for those of you who just caught the watch along, thank you so much for joining us on the watch along. And thank you so much for coming back. But hey, as always, your boy TK in the house. And if you're watching, you can see I am not alone. Let me bring in my round table. There's a square. I don't, I don't know what the fuck it is. My panel, whatever it is for the night. But first of all, welcome back. It's been a couple of weeks. The first effing lady of the Bloodline Entertainment Network, the host of WrestleBread, Late Night Gaming with JD. Welcome back to the AEW Dynamite Show. How you feeling, JD? Feeling good. It was an interesting show tonight. Okay, interesting. interesting. I'm, 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 I'm intrigued to hear what was interesting. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. And right underneath her, I'll save you for last because I'm always going to go ladies first. Right next to him <laughs> on the bottom row underneath me, my girl, writer chaos herself, banging and slinging on the Bloodline Entertainment Network, writing crazy good articles on Bloodline Network. Dot com, one of the hosts of the Queen's Takeover podcast. And she got a little something, something special coming to Bloodline Entertainment Network coming soon. But shh, we'll let you in on that when we let you in on that. And she's the women's world champion of the Bloodline Entertainment Network. So, yo, Kayla, what's up, girl? Welcome back. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Like JD said, tonight's show was interesting and I'm ready to break it down. <laughs> interesting again. Okay, okay. Because I know what I was feeling that show. And it might be, I, was, I might have been feeling that show because I was just chilling, watching it. And I know that, like, with, like, with, with a buddy. Um, I know we always say, and I always say, when I'm watching it with family, it always makes it better. So maybe that that just made it a little bit better for me. But I'm going to get your interesting takes from both of you in a second. But Dango, I know the people just saw you like they just saw me. What's good, bro? Love I'm doing pretty show. good. It was a pretty good It was a pretty good dynamite. It's been improving for the last couple of weeks. Last, I felt like this had a lot better star power than what it had been. It was, yeah. This week definitely had something what the last couple of weeks was lacking. You guys both agree? Stories. I think they yeah. told stories and booked towards the pay-per-view, which was big, big. And uh, we'll we'll get into that momentarily. And uh, I just want to get, thank everyone for being here to the AEW Dynamite Review Show. If you are here, please hit that like button. We do killer great stuff on the Bloodline Entertainment Network here. And hit that subscribe button. Hit that little bell. That way you know when we're going live. Sports, wrestling, entertainment, everything we do. So hit that subscribe button. And as I always say, put Bloodline Entertainment Network into your Google search bar and you can listen to us. You don't have to watch us. I know you might, you might want to watch a lot of us, but you don't have to watch me and you want to listen. You go listen to our Tribal Chief on Get It Off Your Chest audio only show. So if you want to go listen to Tribal Chief, you got to find them on audio. Where are you going to do it? Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeart, anywhere you get audio, just put Bloodline Entertainment Network in and it'll pop up. And when you do, BloodlineNetwork.com is going to pull up sports, wrestling, entertainment. Like I said, everything we do, our videos, our audio, and our merch, all under one roof, BloodlineNetwork.com. And that's the plugs. Chat's already blowing up. Want to acknowledge the chat for sure. And wifey here, first one here. What's up? Appreciate you tuning in again. Broadcast time in the house. What is good? It's four squares. Courtney, the Wonder Woman. How you feeling? Thanks for being here. Dylan. What's up again? Appreciate you being here. You killed Don't Feel the Advantage this week again, brother. Justin, my boy. 
Thank you for tuning in. Can't wait for you to be back on Tribal Chief, a resident AEW hater. But there were some comments in that. That's <laughs> watch along there. It seemed like he was digging, digging a little bit. Always raise your ones to the Tribal Chief. Our boy, great in the bin buster, killing it with director's cut last night. Go back and check that out. And Courtney, just doing what she does. Appreciate you. Appreciate all the family being there in the chat. And yo, usually what I would do, I would do this long rundown of what happened on the show and break it down. But I'm not, I'm not going to do any of that right now. Uh, we just did the watch along. All right. And we're just gonna we're just gonna sit here and just shoot from the hip and talk about what we just saw on, on AEW. So we'll just kind of do fucking topic battle royal from the start of this show and, and just rip into whatever. And if you want to talk about what happened on AEW tonight, if you want to talk about some CM Punk drama or lack of drama or whatever the fuck's going the things going on with him, you want to talk about the booking of all in, the lack of booking of all in, the lack of booking of all out, whatever you want to shoot the shit on, let, let's shoot the shit on it. All right. And I heard interesting from, from two people, all right, both ladies here. So I want to hear from the ladies first. So, J.D., I'm going to start with you, okay? Whatever you want to talk about from tonight's show, let's go. Well, you see, I have my Cinemoji over here. Uh, Y'all was watching the watch long. I mentioned Cinemoji better than that discount Texas uh, other face that we saw going on. I don't know what that was. Um, like I get it, you had an idea, you know, you know, uh, sponsors and everything like that. You got to do what you got to do, but that was some straight up WWE stuff right there. I mean, yeah. the I thought I thought at least because when I heard it was happening, I was like, okay, maybe it'll be a little bit more hardcore, more towards like blood and guts type of match. But it went just straight to <laughs> sports entertainment <laughs> with yeah. the blood, the dumping of the fake blood. And then we had the uh, leather face that came out with Karen doing the uh, scene from the latest movie, I guess, with her tripping while she was trying to run away from him. And it was just, uh, it was a lot. And then they had the lighting and then they had the uh, backstage area with the red lights and then the uh, the weapons that was on the wall, too. So it was um, it was a lot. And it was not something I would expect to see from AEW. I thought, you know, pro wrestling, we don't do sports entertainment unless you're with JAS. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, that, that's why I said interesting, because, you know, Kind of going, I would have never expected to see something like this if I, from AEW like two years ago. Because AEW tries to separate itself from the whole sports entertainment, that they're all about pro wrestling, you know, and everything like that. And it just really felt sports entertainment with that, with that segment. Well, you got to think that they got paid to do that. Some pretty big bucks, right? Well, and some or Warner Brothers is that is that, are they all under one roof? Is that a thing? Probably, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, uh, I let me look it. Let me look it up. Yeah, continue. yeah. Get, the, get the dirt, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> those damn weeds. Kayla, what'd you, what'd you think about this match? This segment, um, like I stated, it was interesting. Um, you know, like just the different things. I kind of do agree with JD a little bit. It's kind of like had WWE all over it a little bit because, like I said, kind of like their gimmick matches and stuff. But like I said, 
you know, I kind of lost interest a little bit. You know, I kept glancing up because, like I said, I was writing notes during it for my next feature article. And next thing you know, I hear the chainsaw start. And I was like, wait, what? I knew that was going to happen. So um, it for it was a crazy match. And it was, I don't know, it kind of felt like they were trying to do a remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre via AEW wrestlers. Um, starring Jeff Hardy and Jeff Jarrett and everybody else that got involved. So it's like, but mm. hey, honestly, yeah. but a little, I don't think it'd find a little bit more intriguing if they made it a remake, but <laughs> it'd be kind of more funnier than saying yeah. serious. Netflix, it's being distributed by Netflix. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> but, so Netflix has the money. I think Warner Brothers is trying to get out of debt by taking these. <laughs> mm, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, I would have thought it would have been more like a hardcore match. Like I get yeah. you need to sell it and everything like that, but I thought it would be like more of a hardcore match. It would have been cool if Jeff Hardy came out, you know, with the leather face get up and stuff like that. If we if you really wanted to do something, I know he had the mask on, but if you wanted to do the chainsaw and stuff like that, you could have had him come out you know, dressed up as Leatherface, then he takes, you know, everything off while we're waiting for, you know, Jeff Jarrett to come out or something like that. Have the fight start off the ring, and then it leads into the back air, backstage area with all the spooky lights and stuff. But I thought it would be more of a of a hardcore match than anything. Yeah, it's the cinema <laughs> here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. Like, why not just have everyone involved in the match? Like, if that yeah. were the case, I don't know. It was the... I enjoy, first of all, what up, KPG? Hope you're having a good night, brother. I I enjoyed I enjoyed it, which is really fucking weird for me to say about anything. Hardy is involved in Jeff Jarrett, but I enjoyed the fucking hell out of it to the point where the random guy came out with the chainsaw, like you said, Kayla. I still don't understand like what his pur- their purpose was to be out there, but <laughs> I missed I, I, taking I, my dogs out. Tim must have been dying laughing. <laughs> I got to do some color commentary on that match or play-by-play commentary on that match by myself because you were gone. I was I was into it. I, maybe that's why I, you know I got a little tryout or something. But no, I was I was heavily fucking into that match. I don't know I don't know why, but uh, it, Tony it definitely did offer you a contract. It's <laughs> true. Big facts, big facts for sure. Hell yeah, Dango. What'd you think about the match, bro? Honestly, it was bad. Match was ridiculous. It might be up there with the freaking pitch black match. <laughs> How ridiculous that was! That might be up there. Like, god damn! Yeah, I was dying laughing. Yeah, it was a fun one. I don't know. I had a, it was. It was like JD said. It was very sports entertainment. Like it just felt, you know, like Cinemoji or Mountain Dew Blast, Pitch Black, whatever yeah. that was for sure, for sure. They should have done like a a video match of like one of those knocking off ones. Well, I thought, well, I thought, I thought that they were going to do some sort of uh, deletion match or something along those sorts where like a boneyard match where they're not at the arena, but you know, whatever it is, what it is. Kayla, you also said interesting dynamite tonight. Floor is yours. What do you want to talk about? Um, as far as I didn't, I knew they weren't done with each other because the way they've been doing the feud and stuff. But um, now that we're getting a stadium stampede match at All In, 
Blackpool Combat Club versus Eddie Kingston, Lucha Brothers, Trent, Chucky, Orange, um, is honestly phenomenal. And now my question is for you all, Blackpool Combat Club needs three members. Mm-hmm. My thing is, I don't know how horribly injured he did get from Kazika Akata, but I think one of the third members might be returning Daniel uh, Brian Danielson, maybe. Mm-hmm. But who do you all think the three members would join Blackpool would be? Hmm. Is my question. I'm trying to... I was honestly thinking maybe, you know, in a way they brought the match, but then we saw how Jericho said no and got his crap beat out of him. So he wouldn't join the Blackpool Combat Club. So ever since I've heard that, my little brain has just been spinning, (laughs) trying to figure out like, okay, who's going to join, who would actually join the Blackpool Combat Club and actually stay with the Blackpool Combat Club? Because you saw how uh, Blood and Guts went. Everybody walked out on them. So. So we saw in the chat while we were doing our watch along. I forgot who it was. Uh, I remember. KPG? Faction cast? Yeah. I think it was KPG. He said Shintingo and Pride and Powerful. Yeah. So Shota Umino and then Santana and Ortiz. Now that would be fucking awesome. Because you have Shota. There's always going to be a John Moxley guy. Proud and powerful at Santana and Ortiz, they would be great BCC members. And they, they got beef with Lucha Bros, they got beef with Eddie. So it would be a perfect and they're back, they're ready to go. They would be perfect to come back in that spot. We already know what side I'm going for. <laughs> Yo, what's up, Button? I'll acknowledge you for sure, man. I'll put my ones up to you. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Appreciate it for sure. Justin says, absolutely sold on it being Shooter and Proud and Powerful. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you for sure. I, it's going to be there. Shooter and probably Mayanora Suzuki or someone. Because <laughs> you know how they love throwing my Suzuki mm-hmm. in there. They do. They. I'm surprised that, yeah, they probably announced something with him, though. Uh, I'm surprised Suzuki doesn't have a match on the show. They they do love putting Suzuki on everything that they do. Mm-hmm. Like the random-ass Darby match on Collision. That was fucking random as hell. I, I was oh, it's just Minoru Suzuki. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah, crazy. Crazy. Shit. D- All right. So, Dango, what about you? What you uh, what'd you think of the the... the stadium stampede are you excited for it oh i'm definitely excited that's one of my favorite ones was one of the ones in the jacksonville so i'm kind of seeing how crazy they get especially with fans in the stands with the stadium stampede because last time it was COVID during the COVID era yeah it was in jacksonville right daily's place yep all over that jacksonville stadium this is interesting this is a random thought right here. So we know Ricky Starks is stuck as a manager for 30 days, or well, he's he's got a like a manager's contract for 30 days. What if he manages Keith Lee? That's that's very random. He says, What's up, ladies? Um, so that's 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 very random. Um, Ricky Starks and Keith Lee, but I could fuck with Ricky Starks and Keith oh, Lee. Yeah, especially because Keith Lee is starting to grow his beard back, he's got his dark hair back again, he got rid of the cape. He is coming back as Keith Lee. I would love to see him maul Dustin Rhodes. And I mean, like a bear cat. I'd love to see him fucking maul Dustin Rhodes, all right? And then Ricky Starks come out and just be that dude. But I want to see Ricky Starks just 
be that dude, not as a manager. I don't need fucking what they want to call him. Badge. What they want to call Adam Cole? Budge. Fudge. Budge. I'm like something along those lines. Shave his head and call him Budge or some shit. I don't. I don't want to be doing that to Ricky, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yo, first lady. Who who do you think these three guys should be on the BCC side? No, I, I uh, agree with Kayla. I think it'll definitely be somebody from New Japan since they haven't been announced just yet. Um, but I, I um, this was the segment that I missed. But I, I'm very interested to see how they're gonna how they would do the stadium stampede um, with the crowd there. I guess it'll be. I don't know if the if some parts will be pre-taped if they go backstage or something. Well, they'll be backstage live or something like that. But um, be very interested to see how they would do it over in the uh, UK. But yeah, I feel like they're definitely going to throw some New Japan people over there, and we'll find out on the uh, Go Home show at that point. Oh, so you think we're going to find out next week? You don't think it's going to be a surprise all the way through to the pay-per-view? No, normally they reveal, they'll reveal teams or something like that on the go-home show. That's why I think it is. I think they, they're holding off until the go-home show, not until we uh, get there. Definitely, J.D. Especially with Friday Fest being next week, as we got yeah. back-to-back big shows, so Friday Fest is next week, so... Yeah, that's that's true. I could see that. Um, they, they could just say Shota Umino. He doesn't actually have to be there. I mean, it would be cool if he was on Dynamite, but he doesn't actually have to be there. But a returning Santana and Ortiz to show up and, like, lay out Eddie Kingston or something, yo, that's fucking compelling television right there. That's really compelling television. I just want to call this comment out right here. Lance Archer should be muscle and black and bullet club black and gold. I've said that. I verbatim have said that. He would look perfect in that stable. He would be a great fit with the guns. <laughs> Coming out with the guns, being the muscle for the guns. Oh, great fucking fit. He looks good with Jay White with fucking they all wear the bandanas with Juice Robinson, Colton Austin. Yeah, he's a that's a that's a good fit right there. That's a that's a real good fit right there. Good take yeah, he needs something to do. Yeah, he needs something to something to do. Yeah, it's fucking nothing. All he does is just enhancement talent. He just shows up to lose. That's all he does. Mm-hmm. Sucks. Because he's very, very talented big man for sure. No Remember doubt. when he went for the world title? Yeah. <laughs> he, he beat Moxley in the main event for the IWGP title in a Texas death match. Like, dude's had some moments, you know. But see, he says, I, I keep Jake. So Jake and inmate Juice Robinson psychonist. <laughs> I can see it. That'd be fun. Jake the Snake walking around with those guys, like eh, maybe, maybe I can fuck with it for sure. All right, Dango, what do you got, man? What do you want to talk about from tonight's show? We had a, we had a fun show. We had, I mean, just just running it down off the top of my head. We had Orange Cassidy beat Wheeler Yuta, which turned into Eddie Kingston's return, which turned into a spring stamp or stadium stampede match, which will be of the six on six. Variety. We had Kenny Omega in a sit down with Jim Ross. Attack. Don, Don Callis showed up. He was attacked by Black and Gold Juice Robinson, and Jay White, and Kanosuke Takeshka setting up a three on three match with Hangman Kota and Kenny against Black and Gold and Takeshka. That should be fun. Right after Chris Jericho, Don Callis again in the ring. Let's Jericho do Jericho and Callis. Let's do Jericho and Callis. Fuck it. Fuck it. There we go, baby. 
Let's go. Let's talk about him, baby. I I got very like like I said on the watch along. They I got very good French festival of friendships vibes, especially with him revealing the artwork. Yes. It felt like he like gave him a hug, saying, "Oh, I love you too." And then it's just like, huh? Poor Jericho. Poor Jericho's having flashbacks of Kevin Owens beating him up. It was, it was, it was very reminiscent of it. I said the same thing to you. I, that's why I was like, we were sitting here and I'm like, dude, we got to go live. We got to hit fucking live right now. It was like right at 7.30 because I'm like, he's about to fucking turn on him. He's about to fucking turn on him. And we had discussed on Saturday, I think Kayla, um, you might have said it. Will Ospreay is going to show up in and attack Jericho. Or I might have said that. I don't remember. Saturday was a night and I had a couple on Saturday. Not like tonight. I'm just chilling tonight. But Saturday, uh, Man, I think we said Will Ospreay was going to show up and attack Jericho, and he damn sure showed up and attacked Jericho. Bloodied Jericho up. Finally, after like four minutes, Sammy Guevara made the save. So, Yeah, Sammy took forever to get down there. He was probably contemplating, well, should I? Should I not? Should I? Should I not? Uh, I feel bad for the bastard. Let's go. No, you're spot on, Caleb, because he said last week, um, he was the, when he was the last one to leave of the JAS in the ring, he said, maybe, maybe one day I'll still have your back. I don't know. We'll see. So you're right. He was definitely sitting back there like you. His head was spinning. What, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you all that they should have showed the JAS back there just standing there just watching it like. Who's going to go save him? Who's going to go help him? Who's going to go save him? <laughs> yeah, that would have been better. That was that would have told a better story of oh, seeing yeah. them back there. Or be know, back there, what? be like, wait a minute, you go save him. I ain't saving him. Yeah. I walked out first. No, you go save him. Sammy will be like, oh, fine. <laughs> I still think I still think Jericho Oz. can go, and I think him and Osprey are still going to have a great match. I think yeah. as much as oh, people yeah. like say, oh Jericho, he's still. It's more of his work now. It's more Jericho will put in the work if Jericho wants to put in the work. Yeah. Oh, he goes from muscles to flabby, muscles to flabby as you know as he wants. <laughs> yeah, I he think it'll be a w. good match. <laughs> Uses that dubby when he works out. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. It was like, uh oh, uh oh. What does he use? What is you know are you, you haven't yawned since you've got some? Do you want to see it? Does everyone want to see it? I think we want to see it. Let's see it. Let's let's put the tribal chief to work. Let's get us some dummy, baby. Yo, what's good, brother? You ready to live stream? Oh man, I just don't know. I uh, I'm feeling real low on energy right now. What? You know what, man? I know exactly what you need. You need some dummy energy. Let me send you some dummy energy right now. Dummy, dummy, dummy who? W what? W energy? What's that? What's W energy drink you say, Tim? W is a clean energy drink that is made to give you focus with no crash, jitters, or against like other energy drinks. W energy drink contains no maltodextrin fillers and don't use artificial dyes. W energy drink also contains vitamins, amino acids, nootropic, and 150 milligrams caffeine. Here, Tim, try Dubby's energy drink, the latest flavor, Dragonade. How do you feel? Yo! Oh, oh, I'm feeling so much better. Damn, where do I get some more of that Dubby from? Oh, that's what's up. Just go to the awesome website, 
www.gg and use our special code bloodline1 and get 10% off right now. Devin is, Devin is so good. I just watched Devin flow on there all day. But that's right, folks. You need that energy for the gym, before a podcast, for school, whatever it is. Go to www.w.gg. Use that promo code BLOODLINE1 and save yourself 10%. All right. All right. We're back. We're back to regularly scheduled activities. <laughs> First lady. Let's swing this up to you because you said in the chat why Jericho and Osprey. So what what are you feeling off this whole whole segment right here? Well, not to knock on Jericho, but I feel as though for all in, you need to really go all out, basically. Like this is the stadium show. I keep saying this is it's mania numbers as far as attendance. This is the first show to determine if people are going to tune in to your second show. So I feel like really this show should have been straight up dream matches. Um, you know, I you, you can keep the storyline for the main event with um, MJF and Adam Cole, but this should have been really like dream matches to where as though people will see this and they say, I have to tune in to the next one. So... Lift Jericho versus um, or Jericho versus Osprey. I felt as though we could have we could have done something else with it. Um, I thought they would do Omega versus Osprey or something along those lines, um, where you know there'll be a lot of flippy stuff and a lot of oohs and ahs that will watch. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's me with the hot take, but yeah, I just feel like. All, all in should be like dream matches, like, you know, make us want to tune in because really this is the show that will determine if people are going to turn around and spend another $50 for a show within a week. And the way it's setting up now, you don't like he, I, I hope he realizes like next week is all in the week after that is all out between those two shows is one week. If people are not satisfied with all in, they're not tuning in to Dynamite, and they're probably not going to tune in to All Out. I mean, people like us, you know, will tune in regardless. But if you want to bring it, this is the opportunity for them to bring in a whole new audience, whether it's, you know, in America or even in New Japan for people see, or even UK, because, uh, you know, this is their first time in UK. This is like the biggest, this is your big shot to bring in a whole new audience. And I feel as though, both shows should be booked by now. Like it should be just mainly promoting the the promoting the um the matches, just like we would get similar to Mania. How Mania is pretty much booked a couple of weeks, like a few weeks out, and you're just mainly just ramping up your promotion and getting people to want to tune in. Because unlike WWE, you want you need fans to shell out fifty bucks. And then another 50 bucks a week later. For some people, that's all in one check. Yeah, that's a lot of money. That's it's a lot, a lot of, money. of money. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And it's a bit scary that, you know, we have we do have, what, seven, eight matches right now for All In. And we only have one match for All Out. Yeah. Like CM Punk, it, you're not even booking CM Punk 
for you're not even like CM Punk isn't even really doing anything towards all in all out because they're doing this whole trios things with FTR. CM Punk should be concentrating on what is he doing for all in. Is if he's going against Samoa Joe, he needs to start cutting promos against Samoa Joe. He should have been cutting promos against Samoa Joe. This like, bag. Right. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> Yeah. I think the problem is he's feuding with like five people. He's feuding with yeah. Black and Gold. He is feuding with Ricky Starks. He is feuding yes. with Samoa Joe. He is now feuding with House of Black. He's I now mean, feuding with Ryan hmm. Emmett. <laughs> he's now coaching. He's coaching Jungle Boy not to use real glass because it's not safe. Um, yes. Christopher Daniels. Yes. Right. Right. <laughs> But he apologized to Hangman via text, so all is well. Um, no, 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 I digress. No, you're you're right. You're right. Um, the problem is, it. How do you book all in and all out at the same time? So I know that they put themselves in this hole by having them back to back. But the way you do it is you book all out. Like MJF and Adam Cole should be saved for all out. You don't have to have that match at all in. I get that they want to do that at all in. But that should be an all-out match. And then you could still do their special tag team match, but you could have done, like, MJF and Adam Cole against, like, John Moxley and Claudio or something. Like, you could have had it, like, on a more ramped-up scale than against Aussie Open. Or you could say, fuck it. We want to go. Let's, let's, let's elevate ROH. Let's put ROH's tag belts on a pedestal. We, they're that important. We want to go for those ROH tag team titles. Or they could have that FTR match that could have been saved for all in MJF and Adam Cole versus FTR. Winner of that fights the Young Bucks at All Out. So I guess that if you we had the pencil, we could have done it a little bit differently. So I, I I digress. But really, the only way you could have done it is if you did like a specialty show, which they're putting on. They're putting on a specialty show, which is why they could have just pushed matches like FTR and the Bucks and Max and Adam to All Out, and then ran. Like the Young Bucks could have been a part of that match with Kenny Omega and Takesha and and the Bullet Club and all of those guys. I digress. I could sit here and book this show for fucking hours on on, on, on <laughs> I'm not going to do that. It could have they they could have done it a lot a, a lot differently. I don't have I don't have a problem with all in as I've said multiple times, because it is a specialty show like Forbidden Door and it's going to deliver. I know it's gonna deliver, but all out's definitely the sketchiest as far as how they're 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 booking that. Um, JD, before we swing it down to Kayla for her to talk about Will Ospreay and Chris Jericho, I'd like to ask you really quick. You know, we're talking about bringing in a new audience of fans. Would you have done Goldberg versus Wardlow? <laughs> I'm serious. Um, I know you are. It's, I'm dead serious. Like, I know it, you are. Yeah. Yeah. Business, baby. Yep. No. To bring in <laughs> fans, I guess so. Personally, I would have been scared, uh, but to bring in fans, yes. But the thing is, is that he doesn't have anything booked. Like you, there's he could have he could have booked both shows. You know, between you have Collision, you have Rampage, you have Dynamite, you have YouTube, you have Ring of Honor. Like you could, this all could be booked. You could have had Ring of Honor matches on to All In, to like you know bring in some attention to um, to Ring of Honor. 
according yeah, to hell, according to like, I ain't spending a hundred bucks. But yeah, I feel as though like this all could have been done all out right out of the way. And like you said, yeah, I would have had um, FTR, FTR, uh, CM, FTR fight after All In, All Out. Why are, Why do we need them to go after the trio's title right now? What's the importance of them going after the title? It really didn't do too much uh, for them. Um, you know, as far as with him bringing out the real championship, why are we doing that now? Unless if, or, or unless we were, I thought he was doing that to book, uh, you know, him versus MJF at All Out. But, you know, we have MJF versus Adam Cole at All In. So I, it was like, we're doing, we're, we're doing things. We're doing too much with CM Punk. He is all over the place. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we don't know what he's doing at All In. We don't know what he's doing at All Out because he is in so many different feuds. But he's potentially in a feud with MJF as far as with this real championship. He Now they're trying to go after the trios titles. Now he has the thing going on with Ricky Starks. It's just like he's, he's in too many feuds when we have two major pay-per-views coming up with a pay-per-view in his hometown where he is usually heavily featured and yet we don't have anything you know booked for him the people in chicago don't have anything to grab onto for them to say okay you know i want to go check it out i don't know if they sold i don't know if it's sold out or anything like that um, i don't think so i haven't i haven't heard that it is yeah it's a, big, it's a big place to sell out with nothing booked it is and i would figure like the first thing you would do for all out is to immediately book sam punk in something and let that story build so that you know the easiest the easiest thing to sell out all out uh is especially in chicago immediately book cm punk in a match and get that story going because chicago always show up for their guy but it's cm just, punk versus the winner of the world title match at all in i mean yeah know. but when is he going to announce that to you know oh no i'm Saturday? saying that's, no i'm saying that's what they could have done yeah right. they could have that. But now, 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 like, what the fuck? Right, yeah. Exactly. I feel as though, like, he, you need you need to get things going. Like, we, right, as of right now, there was really no reason to tune in for All Out, unless you are a uh, Christian or Orange Cat, who's he, or Christian or, um... Darby Allen. Darby Allen fan, really. We got Miro and Hobbs, we got some beef coming, baby. baby, we got some beef <laughs> coming, baby. <laughs> My fellow, my fellow Weedian. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. like we need to get something going for both shows. It's, uh, and, and I'm really feeling like this all out is turning into another Ring of Honor death before dishonor situation where we're booking everything after all in. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I just looked it up. Bleacher Report is already selling all in for. The forty nine ninety nine. So yeah, there's gonna be no deal. It's just gonna be from fifty nine forty nine ninety nine back to back weeks. Yeah. And he's just gonna hope that they just show out both weeks. Yeah. yeah figured so. Yep. That's just nuts. It is. It's to a have lot of just money. one match and you you want people to pay fifty dollars after people have been paying Six to ten dollars for so long for wrestling. You have us shelling out like old school pay-per-view prices, and you only have one match booked two weeks out. 
yep. of a major paper. Only match booked on All Out is Darby versus Luchasaurus. Yeah, he was about to say Christian. <laughs> Miles, I mean, it might as well be. I mean, he's the one that carries the belt around. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. All right, Caleb, let's get back to the original topic. See, we've spun all over the place on, on that one right there. <clears throat> Will Ospreay attacks Chris Jericho during the, uh, the Festival of Friendship, as Dango calls it. So what do you think about this whole segment and the Will Ospreay and Chris Jericho thing that we got going on? Um, I know we have stated in the, you know, in the past that, you know, we were probably going to get – well, we did say Kenny Omega and Ospreay, so – um, I guess it kind of surpri- surprised me a little bit that Osprey attacked Jericho because I guess I wasn't expecting it. Um, like Courtney said, honestly, I've um, it is a dream match for Osprey because I've actually heard an interview. He said that I think if I have to find, I have to find again. But I think he said his dream opponents were Chris Jericho from AEW, and I think it was Roman Reigns from WWE. So he has, you know, his dream matches. So, um, and don't worry, Dylan. Will Ospreay wouldn't beat the Tribal Chief, would be safe. Um, but, so, with it being in one of his dream matches, I'm excited for it. <laughs> I don't I don't think I would root for Will Ospreay, because I don't like Will Ospreay. But, again, but, in a way, it'd be a good, um, interesting. Why are you laughing? No, I saw something on uh, what Bakley sent during uh, the watch along to one of the one of our chats. It was like uh, the Johnny Gargano uh, missing poster of what Champa posted during during Dynamite. Age, age in his prime. Sex, he fathered a child. Race, not so fast. Eyes two, hair luxurious, height darn, weight double darn, <laughs> possible attire a Marvel attire. Please feature your profile picture to Johnny Gargano. Honestly, if this is how they're gonna get Johnny back on TV, I know it's a random change of subject, but still, <laughs> everyone loves Johnny Gargano. Yeah, no, I mean everyone loves Johnny wrestling. So, damn. That's funny. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. Oh, BC, what's good? What the fuck did I just walk into? Yeah, right, right. He's like, wait, wait, Johnny Gargano, where the fuck are we at? He didn't, he didn't sign that contract. Remember, he chose to go back. Triple H's boy. Yeah, I don't know how's that, how's that working out? Nah, he might be in catering over here too. Who the fuck knows? Anyways, Kayla, back down to you. Uh, Dirty Dango done dragged me to the weeds because I forget what I was trying to say. Because <laughs> <laughs> I kept seeing you laugh, and I'm like, why are you laughing? I couldn't. But no, um, like I said, Osprey versus Jericho is a dream match, obviously probably for both. And um, hopefully Jericho gets to win because, honestly, Jericho kind of needs it. A little bit, you know, because, but hey, we'll see how it goes. Um, hopefully, obviously, you know, Osprey is going to have his Aussie open in his corner. So, um, mm-hmm, so kind of hopefully maybe Sammy might have Jericho's back again. If not, Jericho, you're kind of screwed. So, um, 
But uh oh, got Tim's wheel turning. You always <laughs> do. You say you like say one thing, and then your one thing gets my head spinning, and I and like I go off on like a tangent, and that's what happens. But yes, <laughs> because it goes back to like what JD was saying. How they could have booked it better if they were planning. I okay, again, I understand Osprey couldn't have been there because he was in in Japan, but Aussie Open was there. So you could have flirted Aussie Open with Jericho and JAS, and instead of the JAS inter turmoil, you could have just had them supporting Jericho. We could have like Jericho, Danny, and Sammy against Osprey and Aussie Open. And yes, understood, Bakley. He needs no help, and he probably yes. will get no help from Aussie Open in this match. But it did get my head spinning because thinking about him, yes, Aussie Open was in Japan too. All right, whatever. I get it. It doesn't work. They were in Japan. <laughs> yes, I, I said that like fucking on the show, on the watch along. I was like, you know what? Because it's hard to book all in because a lot of these guys, Osprey, Aussie, Kingston, these guys are in Japan while the shit's going yeah. down. Um, but yeah, I, I digress. I digress. What's up, Tino? What's going on, brother? Hope you're having a good night, dude. Um, hope you're having a good, good, good night, man. But, um, all right, cool. So then I think it's my turn. Uh, I'll move it on. It's not going to be on Dynamite Topics, though, because it's something I said I wanted to bring up earlier. CM Punk. Love CM Punk. Obviously, we all know how I feel about CM Punk. I love CM Punk. CM Punk is mixed up into so many different things right now. And it's a little ridiculous, right, how many things he's mixed up in. He just isn't, like, grasping one. The one will be Ricky Starks. As I said, after Ricky Starks took the belt off and beat the fuck out of the dragon with it, that got Ricky nuclear heat in my mind. I hated him. I wanted to fucking fight him. Like, and CM Punk's, like, going to, like, get embarked in the Ricky Starks thing is where I think it's going to go. But here's what I want. He is totally CM fucking Hogan. He is Phil fucking Hogan, Phil Bollea, whatever he is, okay? However you want to fucking say it. And I don't necessarily think it's, like, real, real. Like, he's, I think everything that's, like, coming out is, like, like him, like, trying to be perceived as Hogan, which is totally cool. Here's what I need from AEW, Okay. And I can't even take credit for this because my boy texted it to me and I'm, I'm, I'll give him the credit for it. And this is what they need to do. You already got Hogan there, right? You got FTR who could absolutely be the outsiders and you got Wardlow fucking hanging around there, right? Get, and he made his fucking debut today, right? Hubs got to see him in little vignette. Let's go. It's time for Tony Khan to become Eric Bischoff and fucking join CM Punk on TV. The rumors came out with backstage. When CM Punk came back backstage for the first time, Tony Khan stood up in gorilla, put his fist in the air and said, CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk. You know what? That man is me with a billion dollars booking this federation. Put TK on TV, Eric Bischoff role, NWO this bitch right here, dude. You can keep Max and Adam Cole faces together if you want, but let's go. CM Punk, FTR, Wardlow, Tony Khan, the new NWO of AEW. Sign Honestly, me the fuck That sounds fuck. crazy as fuck. <laughs> uh, let's hope WWE renewed that NWO trademark. <laughs> and they can call them whatever the fuck they want to like, call. Like, There's so many different names, but man, you put TK on there, fucking screwing. Like, Imagine if it's Phil, it's Punk versus fucking Max, all right? For the combined, combine the titles, okay? Unification match for the X Championship against the Real World Champion, or the Real World Championship against the real title, okay? And Tony Khan, out of nowhere, comes down to the ring 
and just helps Punk get the fucking win, dude. You want to talk about 2024? You want to talk about 2024? Well, you can fuck off MJF. CM Punk is my guy. That's the story, dude. Punk, FTR, all the gold. Bring daddy back, War Daddy. They got the back of the fucking boys. Let's go. You just blew my mind. I think you could make a video about that and if you like, I get a million views. <laughs> you really could. I don't know. I've been waiting to talk on it. I was like, I was like, I'm like man, Tony Khan, dude. Tony Khan on TV. What do you think? What do you think, first lady? What what do you what do you think would happen? I mean, I mean, you kind of feel like he might as well just publicly side with CM Punk because we know that's pretty much what's happening backstage. I mean, this guy has what two shows at this point, two to three shows at this point named after him, uh, has creative control, uh, allegedly sent people home. He had that uh, authority to send people home, you know, which I didn't know a wrestler has the authority to send people home, including the head of talent, uh, allegedly as well. Um, but yeah, I uh, so I when Tony Khan did appear in the segment with um, Adam Cole and MJF, I did laugh. I, I laughed at it. Uh, the Tony Khan with the sunglasses character. Um, I feel like he shouldn't be on TV just yet because I feel like his concentration needs to be elsewhere because um, he has a lot on his plate, and I think him being an on-screen talent would be too much on his plate because uh, we see now he has trouble booking two pay-per-views in a close period of time um, and he needs you know the women's division definitely needs uh, some attention as well um, so I think him appearing on TV as an on-screen character will be it won't be right for this time I think he just he needs to figure out he has two companies that he's running he needs to figure out what his the title that he is supposed to be booker owner creator and everything like that yeah that's fair yeah yep that's fair for sure was dolph really on b elite this week or was it his brother was dolph really on it probably i think uh because his brother does comedy shows with him <laughs> so they show i didn't see this week's well i think last week or a week before that um ryan had a um he had a uh comedy show and um they were showing clips from it and uh Dolph was there so they showed clips of Dolph with cool. um Zegra. plus Dolph be Dolph films some segments for ryan like he's the cameraman and so you hear his you you have heard his voice on oh. being the elite a couple of times so which is probably oh. why Dolph wasn't on TV for a hot minute because uh, he got punished for that one. Oh. My theory. That's me in the weeds right there. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, first lady. Kayla, what do you think about my little theory of Tony Khan becoming an on-screen character and helping CM Punk and FTR go heel? It's like the face does it all. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm honestly going to agree with JD a little um, with this because saying I don't think E should really have time because, like I said, um, like she has also said, we he's got two pay per views that you've not booked. Um, I've heard different mixed things about Ring of Honor since you brought it back. I mean, I'm happy that he did because everybody that was over there was just like, wait a minute. A lot of people I know um, was leaving Ring of Honor. Like one of the ones we, um, one of our guests we've had on the Queen's Takeover. I don't know if you heard of Sledge, but or mm-hmm. I think I said yeah, Sledge. He, um, you know, he was part of it. He didn't know where Ring of Honor. I don't know where he's at now, but he's not with Ring of Honor. But um, it's definitely different from what it used to be. Um. But I feel like he needs to focus on his booking. Obviously, booking, he needs to focus on his women's division. Um, There's so many things that Tony Khan needs to work on and focus on before he actually tries to be on TV all the time. Um, I feel like he's not ready for that because he's definitely not Triple H right now. He's not Stephanie McMahon or Shawn Michaels, you know, He's just got a lot of stuff he's got to work on. And, I mean, I've been to a couple AEW Dynamites and, you know, him come out. <laughs> and, you know, it's just like, okay, thank you. Oh, my God. Exactly. Oh my God. He, is sounds just, like, he sounds like he comes out and says, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got a, I got a new crack dealer. Every time. Every time. I'm so excited to be here. Chicago. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> That's like um funny thing about that is talking about the crack thing. Like when I went to Galaxy Con, he go the guy that does the photo ops, like he goes to like all the events, like and he does he starts jumping up and down. Follow the jumping idiot over here. I mean he is so ecstatic. And one of my co-hosts has said when we recorded this past Sunday said it's like he's he's worse than Tony Khan on crack when it comes to doing those photo ops because <laughs> he is so energetic and full. I mean, he's there like he goes to every event and, you know, and he's like Galaxy Con by itself is literally four days. So and he, from like 10 a.m. to almost six o'clock at night for four days, this guy's going like back and forth. But yeah, Um but I don't think Tony's ready to actually make that full appearance. Now, what I think would be interesting, I mean, if you kind of want to edge him into, like, some storylines. Like, I know when I say that, like, I don't know. Let's say you have someone backstage not happy with how something's going and, you know, just mention, oh, I'm mad at Tony Khan. And you just, like, pan the camera and there's Tony standing like, like what would you like to say to me? You know, something kind of like that. But actually being there time on camera i don't think he's ready for it so but hey daw ring of honor he does what he wants to do so i mean i mean if he would hire me i could run the women's division and book it so he wouldn't have to worry about that (laughs) (laughs) true 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 hey come get us a dub we got the pencils for you we got the pencils for you (laughs) dango 
Are you going to join me on this? I know everyone thinks I'm fucking crazy. And listen, Honestly, I know he's awful. It makes, like, I'm going to be honest seen, with you. I think I think I'm I think I understand what you get into that. I can see this totally happening because for some reason Tony Khan loves WCW and ECW and that brings it to my other point. WWE recently trademarked and copyrighted a pa- a paper an old file trademark for an ECW pay-per-view. I'm wondering if maybe he did it to try to save it from them, from someone using it. They trademarked hmm. a couple of them. They trademarked Cyber, Sly, Cyber Slam, Hardcore Heaven, Bear. Interesting. Very interesting. I saw that they did trademarked the three pay-per-views um, today. Um, I did find that very interesting, not as far as timing, but um, very interesting in general. I assume they, they did it for NXT because NXT has those pay-per-views. Well, don't, doesn't NXT have a couple of ECW pay-per-views already or, or no? I don't think so. No? I think it was mainly all WCW um, pay-per-views that they had. Then you will have to come back. Yeah. Just yeah. WCW. Oh, so that's yeah. probably why. Th- that's the beach. Halloween Havoc. Uh, oh, Courtney American. just said No Mercy was another one they brought back. Yeah, No Mercy. Dango yep. got lost in the weeds. Oh shit. Oh shit. That was actually pretty good, Devin. <laughs> Courtney's talking about fucking double dans in the weeds and shit. Fucking casting on the weeds. You go and get lost in the weeds. That was great. That was great. But yeah, they trademarked they trademarked three pay-per-views. I thought that they would run ECW pay-per-views on there, but maybe just WCW. Um he says uh Wednesday nights be Oh, this Tuesday is an ECW pay-per-view name. Well, Heat Wave, right? Isn't that an ECW thing? Or no? I don't know. I wasn't a big ECW guy. Isn't that what the show is this week? Isn't it called Heat Wave? Yeah. Called Heat Wave this week. Yeah. But I don't think it was an ECW though. Carmelo yeah. Hayes against Wes Lee in the for the world title, right? Yeah, it was ECW Heat Wave. Okay. Okay. It's gonna be a tough one for Kelly to watch. Okay. And I know who I really want to want uh want to win it, but I don't see Carmelo Hayes losing it, um unless there the rumor stated that what's going to happen that Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes is going to go up to the main roster and join Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits, um because they have been they have been um teasing that you know, backstage and stuff, and he's already talked to him. So that's the only way I can think of Carmelo Hayes losing it. Or Trick cost him the title. Damn. Sign me up on that. What what a trick does cost him the title. Get a little trick Willie Heel turn? Shoot. Or trying to help him and accidentally cost him. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, anything's. Oh, man. Oh, that's a. (laughs) What's up, Chris? Uh, I think uh, we are. We just got our dynasty league going. We we put together after that mock draft on Monday night on Roto Slappers. Uh, we did a little post game show, and we're like, let's just put together one more dynasty before the season starts. And I'm fairly certain 
the guys are probably picking right now. I told Streets to get it going because I said I got three hours of shows to do. I'll be on there at 10 o'clock or like 11 o'clock. Joe or Jalen Hurts or Joe Burrow in Dynasties. Uh, Superflex. For me, I'm taking Jalen Hurts. I like the rushing potentials there. I mean, he's got that. I love the offense. I mean, obviously, Burrow's got a great offense there, but A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard, adding the rushing potential. You got the offensive line there. Give me, give me Jalen Hurts. Give me Jalen Hurts for show. Absolutely. And now we just got some WWE and some fantasy football back-to-back on the AEW Dynamite Review Show. So, hey, if we're not the bloodline where we do sports, wrestling, and entertainment, then I don't know what we are. But, yo, Chris, thank you so much for tuning in, man. I really appreciate you being here for sure. And, um, Dango, did you have anything else on the topic of – on the topic of Tony Khan joining CM Punk and FTR. Uh, I think that's a great idea and I could totally see that playing out, but wasn't, wasn't, if I remember correctly, wasn't the start of the NWO, the downfall of AEW was the downfall of WCW. I'm on the clock for great to know. Thank you. I will take a look at my phone shortly. So I will continue the draft. Um, But the downfall, the, the, no, so no, no, no. The NWO helped rise WCW. Okay. Okay. And then, and then yes, yes. The NWO killed WCW because they couldn't get away from WCW or because they couldn't get away from the NWO. And too many fucking cooks in the goddamn kitchen with the fucking pencil killed that company. Hogan having a creative control. Fucking Nash. Does that sound pretty familiar? Does that sound pretty familiar? Someone on a collision with a pencil in hand that is in the many pencils. But he, he though, he actually (laughs) though, I think has the betterment of business in hand. Um, But. But we're only three months into, or two months into him being back. So God only knows where we're going to go with that. But the downfall came. I'll tell you where the downfall came with the motherfucking NWO and WCW, okay? <laughs> yes, you could say it was business all day. It. I know. I know the business side of things, like where they failed. Yeah. I understand that part. But on screen, on screen where it died, ow! The wolf pack was the hottest thing in the world, okay? And when you had Nash beat Goldberg and ruin the undefeated streak and end it, that's cool. That's totally cool if you do that. Because go back and listen to the pop. Go back and listen to when Big Sexy would come out. The crowd was hot and hyped for him. But for him to go and finger poke a doom and get pinned by Hogan five days later? Are you fucking You're three days later? Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Dead. Killed the company. And then all those guys together. Lex Luger together with Hulk Hogan. What? No, that's never, ever, 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 ever a thing you should fucking have done. Um, no, so that to me is when they fucking died, and they didn't push anybody, which is what Bakley's saying here. They let all their cruiserweights go. They let all their mid card go. Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero's, Dean Malenko's, superstars. Uh, Chris says he was never big. At, I was never on WCW, but he did mess with WWF. Maybe in the WWE. He had figures and did backyard wrestling on his trampoline. There you go. That's on some mankind stone cold, stone cold, the rock. Yeah, those were the days. Those were the good old days. The good old days for sure. All right. I used to hear and talk old school all day. Um, we ran through once one time. First lady, let me kick it back to you. You got anything else that you want to hit on? Um, 
like uh, topically before we'll probably get out of here in a little bit, maybe like 20 minutes. You got anything else that you want to hit on though? Um, specifically as far as topics go? No, I already did my rant about the uh, Texas massacre and uh, Sam Punk and 20 different feuds and the non-booking of pay-per-views that's coming next week. I damn near forgot the all-in is next week. And then yes, after that, it's all out. Somebody uh, need to tell Tony Khan. Going to get technical. Payback really hasn't had anything booked either. And Payback's in the same amount of spot. Oh, yeah, that's right. It is. Uh, it's oh. the day before All Out. Yeah, which is going to be a hell of a time. Great weekend, the Bloodline for sure. But um, why Tony Khan should be really booking All Out to try to because you're going up against Payback. Is he saying they're in a war? Yeah, pretty much because he's going to have Collision go against. He's going to have Collision go against Payback again, and then we're going to try to do try to sell All Out while while people are watching Payback. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally got dynamite to basically sell people on the show. Yes. <laughs> He's screwed. I, he better not do that. He better not book. Yo, well, what's up, Christopher? Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you greatly, brother. Thank you for being here. Fightful Select says Ryan Nemeth was the Texas Chainsaw tonight. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense, dude. We were trying to figure yeah. out who it was. That makes Oh, motherfucker, he goes just joking, you son of a bitch, you. <laughs> I, I, I actually almost looked it up because I have Fightful Select. <laughs> yo, I be, I, yo, I believed it. I believed it. I believed it for sure. Who am I taking here? Burrow, Lamar. I might take Justin Fields. Go ass streets. I'm that homer. I'm that big of a homer. I might take Justin Fields right here. But uh, no, nah, wow. I'll nah, i probably take Joe Burrow. I, I, I'm thinking about it. But it's, fuck Lamar. It's Burrow or Fields, so. Just so you know where my head's at. I'll likely be taking. I actually don't have any fucking. I'm going to take Joe Burrow. Streets, if you're listening to this, since I have zero shares of Joe Burrow anywhere, go ahead and auto assign Joe Burrow to my team because my phone's like dead on the ground somewhere. So that just for the sake of saving time, if you want for our draft we have right now, go ahead and auto assign Joe Burrow to my team, assuming that I have picked four in Mahomes, Allen, and Hurts went one, two, and three. Give me Joe Burrow at four. I'm with it. Cool. So that was a little on-air pick. Anywho. Uh, <laughs> the next pick in the NFL draft. <laughs> yeah, and that's what we do. That's what we do here on the bloodline. That's what we do. Um, no, appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you being here, uh, Chris, for sure. What about, what about, what about you? Uh, what about you, Kayla? What about you? Um, I don't, we pretty much covered everything, but. I was sitting here thinking, um, just a little note to Orange Cassidy. Um, you probably have one more strike to lead out a certain person in your little feuds. Because after the street fight, a certain TBS champion saying, and you didn't invite me to the fight? Oh, if you really want to intrigue the Blackpool Combat Club, just let just let Calderai start. Let Chris Statlander come out there and just stand at the top of the ramp or smack Mox or something because none of those guys are going to touch her. And, you know, that would be a little intriguing. But I think he, she's – this is the second time they were in a fight. And I'm pretty sure, you know, I've seen some of her posts how she just 
has that little fist like authored authored it on the one episode his fist was like you know clenched like she's ready for a fight so um and i think they um said something before they don't want her out there because she's a girl well guess what that girl can take care of her own fights so um she might have he might have one more chance to say no don't go out there but this is a matter of fact if i'm not surprised Actually, I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. At the stadium stampede, it will not surprise me if she does not make us appearance in that match. <clears throat> she will make appearance somehow. Rather, it's a steel chair or something because there was a clip when she was out that they were at a baseball team trying to help one of those running puppets. Like It was like Theodore Roosevelt, Thomas Jefferson or something, and she showed up and took out one of the puppets so he could lose. And then she turned around and put Wheeler Yuta through a table. So, uh, <laughs> so it cool. would not surprise me that stat will not make an appearance in that match. I'll be surprised. I love your passion for stat. It is, it is second <laughs> to none. It is just there out and going. I love it. I love it for sure. Dango. What about you, bro? Anything else you got, Dynamite, All-In, Collision, before we ride on out of here? Oh, uh, we, we got the Adam Cole and MJF. We get the in, did we, do, we did the in-ring promo, especially when he mooned everybody. <laughs> especially Ooh. Freaking Max. MJF mooned people tonight? Yeah, he, he pretended his, to. He yeah, pretended. He oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> Tim, what did I miss? <laughs> I, was like, I didn't see that. I was like, I said he looked great tonight. I didn't even see him fucking mooning people and shit. Freaking, he's mooning people, freaking Roddy. Poor Roddy's being all upset. Poor Roddy. <laughs> Poor Roddy. Like, Roddy really is that, that girlfriend from Wayne's World. Whoever said that comment is completely correct. <laughs> he gives me vibes of uh, Zack Ryder back when it was the John Cena and um, what was her name? Eve segment. Eve, Eve Torres or something. Yeah, yeah. He was sitting in the wheelchair with the neck brace when John Cena kissed her. Definitely remind me of Roddy there. <laughs> it's so heartbroken. So he broke funny. his foot kicking the uh, Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> so, Caleb, are you still thinking that, that the Kingdom and Roddy are going to help Adam Cole win that match at All In? I think so. And I think there's going to be have some kind of or something's going to happen where, you know, even if it's not the Kingdom, Roddy's going to get involved because I feel like his. Like we said, his motion's all over the place right now. You could see that tonight where he called Adam and Adam walked off and he broke his foot kicking the Ferrari. And they, so um, he's all up in his emotions and I think he's jealous. He might, he might try to help Cole, but ends up, you know, maybe costing him or something. I don't know, but hey, I think, I do think Ronald Strong will have some kind of involvement with the match at all in. Okay. Yeah, that's fair for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, if you guys got nothing else, I, I think we pretty much hit dynamite from top to bottom. I really enjoyed the show tonight. We got some serious build towards all in. Finally, three more matches announced, eight matches total. We'll get Punk and Joe announced on collision. So we should have, what, eight total main matches and a buy-in match or two. So, you know, I, I'm digging the all-in card. And, and like I've said multiple times, it's just like Forbidden Door. They're, you don't really have to book these shows. When you put all of this talent together on one show, 
you're going to get fucking fireworks and we're going to enjoy it. I get why you should book it, but you don't necessarily have to. But I want to thank you guys. Kayla, appreciate you always coming on. Dango, had a fucking blast with you, man. The watch along was fucking awesome. Into the review show. Thank you so much for riding this out with me. And the first lady, thank you for coming back onto the AEW Dynamite review show. It was great chopping it up with you. I'm just going to swing it around to you guys before we get out of here. First lady, where can the people find you? So you can find me on, uh, I keep wanting to say Twitter. You can find me on the X at ADC137. You can also find the podcast at Russell Brett as well. Uh, you can catch the show tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I will be reviewing everything that happened the past week. Um, you can also catch me if you're a gaming fan. I do stream on Twitch. You can find me on Mondays at 11.15 p.m. EST. So after uh, Raw goes off, hop on to the Twitch and check me out. I will be playing Last of Us on Mondays. And then on Tuesdays is Star Wars Tuesday. I'll be playing uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. And that's at 10.30 p.m. EST as well. Even if you're not a gaming fan, just come on in. You know, I normally always go on a tangent anyway, so come on in and talk. We'll have a good time. You had, you were talking Marvel last night. We were sitting there, yeah. sitting there shooting the shit about movies, and I'm like, oh, this is dope, dude. Yeah, like JD said, even if you're not into gaming, come and just kick it in the chat. It's always a great time. First Lady, thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate you. Check out Russell Bread Live tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, and definitely get at Late Night Gaming with JD. She's slaying it all over the place, everything she does. You know who else is slaying it? My girl beneath us, writing like fucking crazy, bringing in great talent to the bloodline. Kayla, I will acknowledge you, put my one up for you. Where can the people find you, girl? Um, I am Writer Chaos on the X and instagram also you can find me with the uh queen's takeover podcast um social media for that is at qt bow down on instagram and x um you can find that podcast on all major platforms of podcast um and also you can find like tim said my writing on the blood line entertainment network and a little spoiler i got another feature coming and it's about a faction so if anybody in the bloodline wants to start guessing, just hit me up in the chats and we'll see who gets it correctly. Oh, a little game. Okay. I like games. That's fun. That's fun. Awesome. Thank you again, Kayla. Really, really appreciate you coming on. Love, love chopping it up with you. My boy, Dango, where can the people find you, brother? You can find me at Swagger Nation 92 or swagger bomb 92 on the x <laughs> i forgot which one it is now but you can also find me at the bump boys or you can also f- catch me and kayla on our new show premiering next beginning of next month oh little little, little spoiler little spoiler i'm excited about that good to hear again thank you all so much for joining me tonight thank you to the chat two back to back the watch along and the review show lively as fuck Appreciate you, Courtney. You killed it tonight. The Wonder Woman of the chat is always Tribal Chief. Appreciate you being here all night through AEW. All night through AEW. Appreciate you, Tribal Chief. And I appreciate everyone else who is here all night long. Justin, Bakley, Dylan, Nick, um, bunch of KPG, everyone else that I'm not mentioning. 
appreciate you guys being here so, so very much. And as always, please, one more time, hit that like button on this video. And please hit that subscribe button to the Bloodline Entertainment Network. We have sports. We have wrestling. We have entertainment. We have so much good shit. And whether you like long-form content, quick uploads, shorts, live content, videos, we have so much shit right here. So hit that subscribe button, hit that fucking bell. So you get notified, notified every time we go live. Like when the first lady goes live tomorrow night at eight o'clock central standard time, you will know, and you will tune in and you'll like that video. And then you watch more videos and the trend will continue. And does the trouble you just go live tonight on vote on with the gaming. He sure does, buddy. He sure does. Yep. And you don't just have to watch us, but you can listen to us. We put Bloodline Entertainment Network into your Google search bar, Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeart, the works, wherever there is audio, you can find us on that. And when you do that, BloodlineNetwork.com is going to show up. Sports, wrestling, entertainment, all our audio, all our videos, and our merch. But dango, before we talk about our merch, what are we going to talk about? What's going down tonight? 12 Eastern, 11 Central, the Tribal Chief will go live on Twitch for his for his continue of Destiny 2 as he w- tries to knock people off with the shovel. Like he did Let's in- <laughs> fucking go, Tribal Chief. Let's fucking go. My man, Dango, love the plug. And as always, go to www.w.gg and use Bloodline 1 to save you some 10%. And yo... Again, thank you to everyone in the chat. Thank you to my panel. For my crew, your boy, TK. We out. Tired of bored, uninspiring merch? Well, you need to go to bloodlinenetwork.com slash merch. We got merch for everyone. Men, women, kids, and the home. We got tanks, V-necks, T-shirts, coffee cups. And we can't forget about beach towels. That's right. Get your ass off that hot ass sand and get your Bloodline Entertainment Network beach towels. Bloodlinenetwork.com slash merch. For your pleasure.